I'm Taylor, and welcome to the TD Nutrition Podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the TD Nutrition Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about sun care, sunscreen, and after sun care. With the weather starting to warm up and summer is right around the corner, I felt this was a great topic to discuss because we often start using a lot more sunscreen this time of year because we were out in the sun more. And really, sunscreen is extremely overused by a lot of us. And, and there's definitely instances where sunscreen is necessary, but it's really not as often as we think it is. And the better approach really is just being smart with your sun exposure. And I'll get into ways that you can be safe with your sun exposure. Uh, we are going to cover that as well as talking about nano sunscreen and what that is. I'll talk about safe sunscreen ingredients, um, safe sun exposure like I just mentioned, and I'll talk about internal, internal sunscreen as well. And then I'll be going over the toxic chemicals in sunscreens. So out of all the active ingredients in sunscreen products, only two of them have been studied to be safe by the FDA. And in fact, all of the harmful chemicals in our sunscreen here in the United States are illegal in pretty much all other countries. In the US, they say that they're unsure about these other chemicals, that they can't really say one way or the other, but pretty much every other country has deemed them to be unsafe. And if a chemical is unsure, then my opinion is it's safe to say that it's probably best avoided because if you don't know if something's harmful or not, why take that chance when there are two ingredients that are not harmful that you could use in your sunscreen. So that's that's how I see it. Like if something's unsure, why take a chance? And there's actually evidence showing that these chemicals they claim they're unsure about are in fact harmful. And I'm gonna get into that in this episode. There's also evidence showing that these toxic ingredients are neurotoxins. So what neurotoxins means is that they're harmful to our brain health. And this is because the chemicals are able to pass through the blood-brain barrier, which that's pretty significant. There's also evidence that these chemicals cause harm to our hormone production, the thyroid, the liver, and the kidneys. So let's talk about the toxic chemicals in sunscreens. So the first toxic chemical, which is probably the most common and the one that you've heard is in fact toxic, is oxybenzone, or it's also called benzophenone. And it's found in 70% of sunscreens. Um, this chemical is an endocrine disruptor, so it means it interrupts our body's normal hormone production. So it can cause things like estrogen dominance, issues with testosterone, things like that. This chemical is also linked to reduced sperm count in men. It's linked to endometriosis in women. 96% of the U.S. population has oxybenzone in their bodies. And this goes just goes to show just how much sunscreen that we use as a population for 96% of us to have to be able to find it in our body. It's also deadly to certain sea life and coral reefs. And because of this, um, Hawaii, they have actually banned the sale of sunscreens that contain oxybenzone and octinizate. This chemical also decreases the cell viability of neurons in the brain. So it's having a negative impact on our brain function. 
The next chemical is octinazate, which I just mentioned is banned in Hawaii. Octinazate is an endocrine disruptor as well, so it interrupts our body's normal hormone production. It's linked to reduce sperm count in men as well, and it's a known neurotoxin. The next chemical is avobenzone. And sometimes people will get confused between oxybenzone and avobenzone. They're both different chemicals and they're both harmful. Avobenzone is also an endocrine disruptor, so it interrupts our body's normal hormone production, and it's also linked to reduced sperm count in men. The next chemical is muratamate. This is also an endocrine disruptor. It's also linked to reduced sperm count in men. The next chemical is methylbenzylidine camphor, and this chemical decreases the cell viability of neurons in the brain, so it's also a neurotoxin. And also, if you're getting confused at the spelling of some of these chemicals and if you're trying to remember them, I did post a blog post on my website. So if you go to tdnutritioncoaching.com, there's a blog post with all this information so you can actually see how to spell some of these chemicals. The next chemical is octocrylene, and this impairs the expression of genes related to brain development and brain metabolism. The next chemical is benzylidine camphor, and this chemical also decreases the cell viability of neurons in the brain. It's important to know that these chemicals are also found in makeup products that contain sunscreen, lip balm products that contain sunscreen, and moisturizers that contain sunscreen. So if you're buying a product that also has SPF in it, read the ingredients because odds are it has these chemicals in it as well. A lot of sunscreens contain vitamin A or some derivative of vitamin A like retinol or retinil. And these have been linked to an increased risk of skin cancer because they increase the speed of malignant cells to develop and spread. So you want to make sure that your sunscreen does not have vitamin A or a derivative of vitamin A. These harmful chemicals in sunscreens have been found in our blood, urine, and even in breast tissue in as quick as two hours of using a sunscreen product that contains these chemicals, which is pretty crazy. And when you use sunscreen and insect repellents at the same time, this multiplies the toxicity of these chemicals because most insect repellents are also extremely toxic and contain a lot of toxic chemicals as well. So using like a natural citronella oil or something is going to be your best bet for insect repellent, but don't use a toxic sunscreen on top of a toxic insect repellent. That's not a safe combination. And in this episode, I only listed the top seven toxic chemicals in sunscreen, but there are 13 toxic chemicals, but those are the top seven and you'll pretty much see one or more of those in most sunscreen products that you buy. So now let's talk about why nano sunscreen is bad. And you may don't you may not even know what I talk about or what I'm talking about, but there's nano sunscreen and non-nano sunscreen. And nano sunscreen is bad. Sunscreens with nanoparticles, this means they contain microscopic particles measuring less than 100 nanometers. So that means these particles are so teeny tiny. The two safe ingredients in sunscreen is zinc oxide and titanium dioxide, but these can be made toxic if they're nanoscale. So say you're looking for a safe sunscreen, you find one that doesn't have any of those chemicals, it has zinc oxide and titanium dioxide, but it's a nano sunscreen. That would then be toxic and you wouldn't wanna get it. 
nanoparticles, when they are inhaled, they reach all areas of our respiratory tract. Our lungs, our lungs then have a hard time clearing these small particles, so they stay there and they end up passing into our bloodstream. Some studies have shown that nanoparticles are able to cross the blood-brain barrier, which this doesn't really surprise me. So again, if things can cross the blood-brain barrier, it's a neurotoxin, it causes brain damage. And if these nanoparticles do enter the lungs or penetrate our skin, they can cause widespread damage to our cells, our organs, our immune system, the nervous system, our heart, and our brain. Inhaling these products is much worse for children than adults, but it's still harmful. So typically, most spray-on sunscreens are nano. So they're nanoparticles because you're spraying them. There's one spray sunscreen that's non-nano, um, and I'm going to get to that because I will talk about the sunscreens that I have found to be safe. Titanium dioxide in nanoparticle form is starting to be recognized as a carcinogen, so that means it causes cancer. So titanium dioxide, if it's a nano, a nanoparticle form, causes cancer. But titanium dioxide that's non-nano is safer. Zinc oxide in non-nano, in nanoparticle form, causes toxicity to our lungs through something called stress-induced apoptosis. So this is basically when the lung cannot maintain the level of balance that it needs to function properly so we can breathe, it causes stress and the, the cells in the lungs begin to die off. So knowing the difference between non-nano and nano is very important because it could go from being safe to causing serious harm to our lungs and other parts of our body. So let's talk about safe sunscreen ingredients. So there's really only two safe sunscreen ingredients and that's non-nano-sized zinc oxide and non-nano-sized titanium dioxide. There are sunscreens out there that have these safer ingredients. It's very hard to find them, but it's possible. And like I said, most spray-on sunscreens are nano-sized particles. There are a few brands that are not, but you're going to want to do your homework. So if it doesn't say on the company's website or on the product itself, email them and ask. Because... It might, it might not. And if it's not on the label, it doesn't hurt to ask. I've had to do that. I've reached out to a couple of brands to find out before I even was going to list them as one that I recommended. And once I found out that they were non-nano, then I wanted to try them out for myself. Um, so if you're unsure, always ask. And then again, your safest bet will always to be a lotion or rub-in kind over the spray-on kind. Yes, the spray-on kind is convenient. Um, but it, again, it's hard to find non-nano spray-on sunscreen. So here are a few great brands um, that I like, and they're all non-nano, and they don't contain any of the chemicals that I've listed. And I am going to, these are included in the blog post, and so they'll be linked there if you want to go check them out. So one brand that I like is called Unsun. Um, they do have some tinted sunscreen, so if you like a little like tint to your sunscreen, they do have that. Um, another one that I like is Dr. Mercola Healthy Sun. So it's a rub-on sunscreen. And then um, that brand also has an after sun cream, which is great. Um, another brand that I like is Babo Botanicals. They are the one that have the spray-on sunscreen that I found. Um, it's still basically a rub-on, but it is a spray. Um, so that part's nice. And again, it's non-nano. Um, and the other brand that I really like, it's called Ethical Zinc. So those are some great brands to check out that don't have all those harmful ingredients. I will say, though, when you find a sunscreen that doesn't have those bad chemicals, 
they're harder to rub in and they definitely leave a white film on you which is kind of a bummer because the other ones you know you don't really know you have sunscreen on whereas these you can kind of tell um, but it's definitely a small price to pay than covering your body in toxic chemicals. And keep in mind that sunscreen products, they only protect us from UVB rays. The most dangerous in terms of causing skin cancer are UVA rays, and sunscreen doesn't even protect from those. And then you're going to want to avoid sunscreens with SPF above 50. They're not necessarily harmful, but the higher the SPF, it kind of gives you this false sense of security, which tells you, oh, I can stay in the sun longer. I have SPF 100 on or something. You really only need an SPF 30. And again, you're just going to want to reapply or something like that if you're in the sun for a while. The, so the higher SPF uh, typically does not give any greater protection anyways. Um, they did do a study that showed that those using a lower SPF got the exact same amount of sun exposure to UV rays as those using a higher SPF. So there's really no difference. So let's get into safe sun exposure. Many sun avoidance recommendations make it sound like any time in the sun is dangerous. And yes, the sun is the main risk factor for skin cancer, but smart sun exposure is necessary to maintaining balance in our body. Spending time in the sun allows our body to produce vitamin D. And our bodies produce vitamin D in response to the UVB light touching our skin. And so you're going to want to expose large portions of your skin without any sunscreen on to sunlight on a daily basis. So that means getting out in the sun every day for a portion of time without sunscreen on. So you would ideally have about 40% of your body exposed to sunlight for short periods of time daily. But being very careful not to get burned, that is important. You don't wanna go outside without sunscreen and get sunburned, but you do wanna go outside without sunscreen for short periods of time. A great rule of thumb that I've read, and I think that this is actually really smart, is to stay in the sun without sunscreen until your skin turns pink, then go in the shade or put on sunscreen. So when your skin turns pink, it's kind of telling you it's had enough of the sun. And it's, again, it's not burned yet. Typically, once you go in the shade, that does go away. So keep that in mind when you're out in the sun um, without sunscreen. When you see your skin turning pink, that's a sign to go inside. And again, that time, the exact amount of time to spend in the sun without sunscreen, that's going to vary from person to person. That's why I can't really give you a straight time limit to do because um, every one of our skin tones is different. Um, you know, typically the lighter skin you are, the less sun exposure you need before your skin starts to turn pink. Um, and someone with darker complexion can be out in the sun without sunscreen a little bit longer. So that time frame varies, but that, you know, knowing that that is the sign to look for when you've had enough sun is important. And then at that point, you know, you would want to cover up or go inside. And you always want to shield your sun, your face from the sun. A safe sunscreen can be applied to your face when you know you're going to be in the sun, but you don't really need to worry about exposing your face to the sun without sunscreen as far as other parts of our body. So if you're going to go out in the sun without sunscreen, put on a hat, put on a visor, um, you know, put sunscreen on your face. The skin on our face is much thinner than the rest of our body, and therefore it is much more susceptible to sun damage. So that's why you're always going to want to shield your sun, your face from the sun. Um, and therefore, too, like the sun or the skin is thinner on our face and it's much more susceptible to absorbing the harmful chemical in the sunscreen. So it's also very important to using a safe, non-toxic sunscreen on your face. 
Because if you remember when I talked about in the liver episode, our skin does absorb chemicals and then our liver tries to absorb them to protect our body. So in an effort to also protect your liver, you don't want to put harmful chemicals on our skin. And so the skin on our face is much thinner than the rest of our body. So if you are putting a harmful toxic sunscreen on your face, it's going to be absorbed much faster than somewhere else on your body. After sun care is something that's really important that's not talked about a lot, taking care of your skin after being in the sun. And maybe you give that some thought, maybe you don't, um, but it's really important to put something on your skin that is healing and soothing after spending time in the sun, regardless of if you have sunscreen on or not. Um, And this is probably, again, the most important thing, more important than wearing sunscreen. And so you want to make sure that you put something like aloe vera on your skin, something that's really good and healing. Um, And you want to make sure, though, that it's a natural aloe vera. Um, Like there's, I forget the brand right now. I think maybe Banana Boat makes it, but it's green aloe vera. That doesn't really contain that much aloe vera. Um, In the blog post also, there's a couple aloe vera brands that I really like that are just pure aloe vera. Um, so those are great to check out to put on your skin after being in the sun. And heck, you could use those like on a daily basis even if you wanted to. Now I'm going to talk about internal sunscreen, which probably sounds kind of funny. But another great way to protect your body from sunburn is enhancing your internal sunscreen. And there's a couple of ways you can do this. You can take a supplement called astaxanthin, and this helps to protect your skin from UV radiation damage. A study showed that people who took 4 milligrams of astaxanthin daily showed um, a significant increase in the amount of time it took the sun to redden their skin. It takes several weeks of taking it regularly to begin to provide protection. So, you know, starting to take it now would be ideal because then you're kind of good to go come June, July. Um, So that's something you could do to increase your internal sunscreen. Um, And also astaxanthin is even being incorporated into topical sunscreens because of the protections that it offers. So you may notice this ingredient in your sunscreen and it is a totally safe ingredient. You can also get internal protection from eating lots of antioxidant rich fruits and vegetables. So fresh raw fruits and vegetables deliver high amounts of nutrients to help avoid sun damage. So if you're gonna be spending lots of time in the sun, eat lots of fruit, eat lots of vegetables. Um, Typically fruit, I feel like is what everyone gravitates toward towards the summertime in the summertime because it is refreshing. So also know that it's helping increase your own internal protection from the sun. To recap everything that I covered today, keep in mind the sun is important at maintaining our body's health and keeping our immune system functioning well. You don't want to overdo it with sun exposure, but some is important. I know that in the summertime, we typically travel to tropical sunny places. And do keep in mind that when you're in a tropical place, the sun typically is stronger. So you're going to need less time in the sun without sunscreen. Um, So be very mindful of that. um, And then you're going to want to put sunscreen on um, after just a few minutes of being in the sun in a tropical place, whether it's Mexico, Hawaii, somewhere in the Caribbean. And then most sunscreens do contain toxic chemicals that are harmful to our health. Picking a safe, non-toxic sunscreen that is non-nano is key. 
And you're gonna wanna check all your SPF products that you use, whether it's lip balm with SPF, moisturizers with SPF, makeup with SPF. Check all of them and see if they contain these toxic ingredients because you're gonna wanna probably stop using them. And again, like I said, the skin on our face is super thin. So if you're using a face moisturizer that has SPF in it that contains these chemicals, it is getting into your bloodstream. Same with makeup that goes on our face. Those chemicals are getting into our bloodstream. They end up in the liver and they weaken the liver and then eventually they could get into the brain. So these are all things to remember, but don't be so afraid of the sun. The sun is important to our health. Um, you just don't wanna overdo it in the sun. And eat lots of fresh fruits and vegetables to protect you from the sun. And that's certainly not hard to do in the summertime. So that's like an easy tip. So I hope after hearing this episode, you feel better informed about picking a sunscreen um, for the summer months when you're going to be at the beach or on vacation. Uh, I know I certainly didn't know a lot of this for a long, long time. I just was like, any sunscreen is good as long as it doesn't have like, I think Benzone was the only one that I knew was not great. Um, and I didn't even realize how many sunscreens contained that when I thought that they wouldn't like there was a brand that I really liked that was organic sunscreen and of course my mind was like oh it's organic like that's fine it's not toxic and it contains multiple of the toxic chemicals that I listed um, so always check the ingredients just like with our food I always say check the ingredients because there's hidden stuff in the food we eat and skincare is the same way check the ingredients make sure there's nothing toxic because our skin is an organ on our body, just like all of our internal organs are. And if you ever have any certain questions or certain topics that you'd like to hear me talk about, you can send me an email at tdnutritioncoaching at gmail.com. And as always, thanks for listening.